Hey, what's up, universe? Happy 2021. So this is episode number 13 of It's a Choice. And in this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit uh, about risk. Uh, I don't believe I've spoken about that before. And really, it's synonymous with choice, right? And if we were to take a look at what the definition of risk is, it's a situation involving exposure to danger, the possibility that something unpleasant or unwelcome will happen. This third one is the best. A guess, an attempt, or a choice made with little or no evidence or knowledge. And I'm sure I've mentioned it before in previous podcasts, my my previous highest value and something that's still, you know, just kind of innate in my personality is um, adventure. Um, I've changed, you know, my highest value to be, you know, love, you know, to come from a place of love. But at the same time, I mean, really for this episode, for all intents and purposes, let's be serious, right? Love is an adventure. Love totally has some risk, right? There is definitely some unpleasant or unwelcome things that may happen when we love people or choose to love people or choose to open ourselves up for that. Uh, So there's just a lot of risk in choice, right? I mean, basically when you choose something, it's to like the mutual exclusion of something else, right? You're choosing one thing over another. Um, you're making a, a fork in the road in a sense, or at least you're deciding to go one, down one path and maybe not another. And there's some quotes that kind of play into that that I found that I enjoy. This one here is uh, by Edwin Markham. It's, Choices are the hinges of destiny. I like that. And there's other quotes here about, you know, your life is a result of the choices you have made. If you don't like your life, start making better choices. You know, that kind of a thing. There's another quote that I just read, and let's see if I can remember it. Um, shit, not going to happen. It's something, something about how... The person, I'm going to mess it up. Anyway, whatever. There's risk in not remembering shit. Um, But what I kind of wanted to speak to, what kind of got me thinking about, you know, the whole idea of risk and choices and things like that was was just the definition of risk. And because I've basically lived a life of adventure in one form or another, um, a lot of my life, you know, I'm very familiar with risk. I, I enjoy taking risks, you know, in certain capacities and in certain ways. Like, uh, there's other ways where I'm totally sheepish and I'm not going to engage in certain forms of risk, um, which plays into my own stories and interpretations around those areas in which I won't do it, right? Like, you won't see me rock climbing, you know? But you'll see me potentially take other types of risks, uh, most notably in my life, financial kinds of risks, you know, or, um, you know, relationship kinds of risks uh, or just other choices that, you know, others may not choose to do, like getting rid of all of my things. Um, 
choosing to uproot myself and change the dynamics of my, my family and my relationship with my children, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, that's all, there's all risks to that, right? And that plays into the last episode where, in my mind at least, where we don't know, you know, if something appears fortunate or misfortunate, we don't really know the outcome of that. So that's what allows me to play in those areas um, and allow, that's how, how I'm able to give myself permission to make those kinds of choices and to take on those kinds of risks because there's way too many times in my life where things have appeared to be negative and they've totally turned out for the positive. I believe I even spoke to that in the very first episode around intuitive decision-making. You got to just say, fuck the fear on appearances because that shit will fucking, it could potentially, you know, keep people, uh, from, from allowing themselves to experience something that, um, is actually really gold for them. Uh, and then, where we have this definition of risk here, where it's a choice made with little or no evidence or knowledge, um, which plays right into the whole, my whole podcast here about intuitive decision-making and, and live, living an inspired life, is that when you go with that guidance, yeah, you could say it's risky, but I would argue that life itself is risky. Even if you were to fucking have all the data in the world, you still don't know, like what the outcome is actually going to be. It can appear fortunate, but it could ultimately end up misfortunate. You just don't know. So data collect all you want. Or you can live an inspired life and take that risk. I mean, there's no guarantee that that's going to lead you to gold either. Um, you know, it's just what is, I guess, more in alignment for what you feel right for you. You know, and for me, it's always following my heart. It's always following my intuition and, uh, and allowing myself to live an inspired life that way. And to kind of speak more into risks, you know, there's, there's costs, right, associated with, uh, with risks or choices. There's always a cost with a choice or a risk, you know. When it comes to choices, if it's mutually exclusive, you're obviously choosing one thing over another and one experience or road over another without any solid guarantee that it's going to lead you to where you, you know, thought you might go or where you would like to end up. Um, and I just, uh, I know in my last episode, I didn't want to dredge up things from like, you know, my, uh, with my family and things like that, but just making my own choices, like doing this podcast or just kind of showing up in a certain way and expressing certain opinions and deciding to be authentic with, in my own family, uh, has definitely had its own, um, risks and costs associated with it. And my thing, right, with all the choices that I make, um, I have to accept the consequences of those, which I have no problem doing. Um, but at the same time, it was a risk that I took um, back in October, late October, when I came back to Kansas City. And um, it just continued to snowball in a way, and the costs are becoming evident. <clears throat> and that's okay, you know. But it was a risk, and I knew it when I did it, and I still chose to do it because it wouldn't have mattered. It, I already knew the risk of not 
you know, being authentic and disingenuous and not true to myself. I already, I had already been paying that price for decades. So I knew what the cost was. I knew what the risk was. And I said, fuck that. It's time to take on a different risk, you know? And I guess I'm just speaking to, you know, uh, a lot of the podcasts that I've already done, you know, the fuck fear, um, choose your own adventure. What have you been denying yourself? Um, fortune versus misfortune, you know, all of those things plays right into the idea of risk and what do you allow yourself to choose? You know, cause there's a lot of, when we think of risk, I believe anyway, most of us, we've been taught that it's a, it's just dangerous, you know, it's something to minimize, right? Um, everybody's always looking to minimize their risk, you know? Which is understandable. I mean, like it seems intuitive, right? You want to minimize the risk. Maximizing the risk is really nothing that you ever seem to hear anybody say. Like, I want to maximize my risk. You're like, uh, why? You know? <laughs> but at the same time, taking the biggest risks can get you the biggest rewards. You know, that can happen in all sorts of areas of your life. You can definitely see that in the financial markets, you know. Um, nothing ventured, nothing gained is one of my favorite quotes. You know, fortune favors the bold. All of those, and both of those quotes presuppose that if you're willing to put yourself on the line, which is to risk and risk big, then you have the potential to also be rewarded in proportion to the risk. And of course, part of the risk is that you don't get rewarded in proportion. But the other part of this too, with the whole fuck fear episode is that, and the whole idea of fucking fear around risk and just life in general is you come into this whole world with nothing. You leave with nothing. The in-between, that's your story. That's your adventure. That's your quote-unquote, risk. Your whole life is a risk. Your whole life is a choice. So, is there really anything to, like, be concerned about? One of the quotes in one of the, one of the more recent episodes of uh, Season 5 in The Expanse, uh, there's a character named Amos, and he was talking about his mom, and he's like, my mom didn't save me. She taught me how to save myself. She taught me that you either sink to the bottom or you rise to the top. Everything else in the middle is just churn. And that's a choice. And that goes with risk too, right? Where are you going to go? How are you going to play the game? What are you going to allow yourself to do? So, and that's just the kind of... When I think about it in context of my children... That's why I allow myself to do what I do and to make the choices I make and to have the relationship that I do with my children because I want them to give themselves permission. I want them to know it's okay. Choices, make the wrong one, guess what? Make another one, you know? Again, not that there's not risk or cost to that. And sure, you make, <laughs> sometimes you make a choice and there's not any going back, but you can still continue to make choices. 
You get to choose how you're going to interpret the situation. You get to choose the energy you bring to it. You get to choose the story. You get to choose your belief. You get to choose all of that shit. So even if you end up making a choice that sets you on a course that's extremely mutually exclusive and there's no going back, it's an event horizon, it's fine. You still get to make choices. Just reminds me of another movie. I watch a lot of movies and shows. Um, Papillon, right? That movie's about choices. If you want to get down to it, guy gets framed for some shit he didn't do. Goes through some... Well, I think what most of us would call some pretty tough bullshit in prison. But the way he chooses to go through that, the way he chooses to show up, the way he chooses to manage himself, I mean, that's a very mutually exclusive kind of a thing. Like, he didn't choose what he got basically framed for, but he did choose how he responded. And it was a very mutually exclusive scenario. He had a free life, and then he didn't. And then how he chose to manage that was pretty phenomenal and remarkable. So same kind of a thing with anything else that seems to like set you on a course that you, that you can choose to seem as unfortunate. But that's a choice. That's your interpretation. Anyway, I don't need to keep going on about this necessarily, but it just kind of struck me to maybe just kind of mention risk in the context of choices. And I definitely, I have a lot of experience with, uh, with playing with risk. And I say play with risk because that's kind of what it is for me in a way. I like to think that I do calculated risks thinking about, you know, the over and under what's, what's the benefit and, uh, what's the cost and yeah, I definitely have an appetite <laughs> for some risks that others, uh, others don't, but that's all of us. You know, we all have that. We all have that capacity. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm special in any regard. It's just something that I acknowledge. So I guess in that regard, where do you guys take risks? Where do you decide that you're going to go ahead and and put it on the line. And necessarily, too, it's not even necessarily something that um, <laughs> you're risking um, by choosing a gain. Like, you could be taking a risk by exclusion, by not choosing something. There's a risk in, in playing safe, too, you know? Because that's a mutually exclusive kind of a, of a thing, like... Again, you see that in the financial markets. Be like, I don't want to take on those risky investments because I don't want to take the risk, but the reward isn't the same. It's not, you know, playing playing safer doesn't necessarily get you the bigger reward, but it, of course, doesn't have the downside as much either. And I think it's funny how we kind of contextualize it as well. What's the upside and what's the downside? When in all actuality, it's just a matter of interpretation, you know? Like, again, because things that appear negative... You don't know. So you lose a million bucks in a fucking investment. Is that shitty? Sure, it doesn't feel good. You know, that that money is energy that has now been allocated somewhere else and it's not necessarily in your pocket and that appears misfortunate. But your life's not over. You didn't die. 
And even if you did die, you're not going to be able to take it with you anyway. So is it high? Is it really unfortunate? I mean, they still have, if you're still alive, you still have some days left to live and who knows what's going to come back. Who knows what's going to happen when you've lost that, so to speak. Anyway, I'll let y'all go. Happy 2020. Thank you all for listening. This was definitely a meandering uh, podcast. And I am going to get my sons on here. I'm going to have them on as guests. So probably not my next episode, not next week, but I'd like to do the week after. Perhaps next week, I'm not for sure. But anyway, just putting it out there. I like to bring my boys on and have them start speaking to some of their thoughts around choices and maybe speak a little bit to how they interpret my choices. Kind of get a perspective from the people that uh, I have... uh, directly influenced with my choices and just also the people I've probably mostly impacted with my own philosophies. Anyway, I love you guys. Have a good January 5th and I will talk to you later. Bye. Hey universe. I can't believe it. I totally did it. I totally spaced the end of my podcast. I totally forgot my outro. Just straight up, straight up forgot it. Go live an inspired life. Go do that so you can inspire others to live an inspired life. Because at the end of the day, living an inspired life, it's a choice. All right. Love you guys. Talk to you later. (laughs) Bye.